Yeah. Yeah. What up, my brother? What up? You in here, I'm in here. You already know. Not gonna waste y'all time. Let's get right to the shits. Mm-hmm. All right. <coughs> I want to welcome everybody into episode 14 of the Play Action Podcast. First and foremost, want to apologize. We took a week off last week, but we right back at you with another great episode. Me, your host, Matt, and my brother from another Ty Dollar Sign. My brother, I, listen, man, we work. Everybody got a different schedule. We try to get everybody together. You know, we were supposed to record yesterday. My man Ty Dollar didn't have no power. He had to struggle. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, my, my brother, my brother, you know, had to work today. So uh, we didn't want to let our conflicting schedules um, allow us to go another week without an episode. So me and Ty Dollar are going to hold down the fort, um, as always. Uh, so I figure we, uh, since we're smack dab in the middle of the MLB playoffs, obviously we're going to get to football. That usually takes up the bulk of our podcast. Mm-hmm. But I figure since, uh, we're smack dab in the middle of these playoffs, which have been good, um, wanted to, uh, you know, dive in a little baseball to, to jump off and then we'll, you know, obviously dive into the NFL. Uh, all right. So, uh, yesterday we had two crazy, crazy, um, Game fives of the of the ALCS and the NLCS. Uh, well, one crazy game I should say the uh, the, the five between uh, winner take all between the Braves and the Cardinals was a, just an ass whooping mm. if I've ever seen. I mean, oh my god, bruh. I I mean, obviously baseball's been around for a long, long, long time. I'm sure there might there has been ever, but as long in my lifetime, as long as I've been watching baseball. I can't remember a bigger choke job than that. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the Braves are at home, uh, and I actually, you know, it's funny. Uh, a lot, you know, a lot of times, obviously, you know, Vegas can't always be right, but I thought it was weird because you know uh, the Braves were at home, but I checked the line before the game started, and they'd actually had the uh, the Cardinals favored. And I was like, damn, that, I'm like, that's weird. In a winner-take-all game, a game five, between two teams that are pretty pretty evenly matched, Atlanta. usually you – yeah, usually you would have thought the home team would be favored. But, um, yeah, the, the Cardinals were definitely favored and uh, not by enough, apparently. Uh, they put up ten – they put up ten runs in the first inning, bro. Yeah. Put up a touch, put up a touchdown and a field goal <laughs> in, the, in the first inning, bro. With, it was over. and that's not even. Yeah, it was over. It was over before before the the first inning even 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 ended. And the crazy part is, what makes it even crazier, they put up ten runs without even hitting a homer. Mm-hmm. Like it was just just straight up bang bang hit face out uh you know double like uh, it that's, was yeah. bro. It was over. I was like, bro, yeah, history, bro. Um, so the final score of that ended up being thirteen to one. The Braves, uh, I mean, just get all the way the fuck out of here, like that. <laughs> you, uh, for for you to, you know, come. Uh, it's one thing to lose. I mean, if they would have lost, okay, cool. If you'd have lost, you know, a close game or you know, uh, lost by a few runs, but ten runs in the first inning, like you, damn. You don't see that kind of stuff in the playoffs. You'll see that in the regular in the, season every once in a while. But playoffs, like you, you're putting your best guys out there. You, you're one of the best teams in the league. Both of yeah. you guys. 
and just one team obviously wanted it more than the other or came more prepared, whatever the case is, it was it was not pretty. Bro, and and even to your point, you don't even see that 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 much in the in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I saw a team put up ten runs in the first inning. No. Like that that's wild. So for it to happen in a postseason game and not only just a postseason game, but a game of that magnitude, a literal game five winner take all, mm-hmm. loser go home. And for it to happen to the home team, get out, that was wild. So big uh big, big choke job uh by the Braves. And then I mean like you go on to the the second game. I mean, we we talked about this before the season. I I just I don't understand. You know, bl- blow the whole Dodger team up, bro. Like I don't, <laughs> I just I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I mean, we talked about it uh, preseason. You were spot on with picking them to win the division for a seventh consecutive year. Uh, mm. I I didn't want to give it to them, and this is why because it's just it's just a choke job. You win a hundred plus. I think they won a hundred and. 104 or 105 games in the regular season uh, for the most part of the whole season looked like the best team in baseball, if not, you know, one, two, three, but pretty much between the Dodgers, Astros and the Yankees, you know, you could argue that those were the best three teams in the league. And you get to the, you you know, I've been killing them because they made it three straight years to the, to the world series and didn't win it. Mm -hmm. But, but now it's even worse. You didn't even make it to the damn World Series. No, fuck. And fuck the World Series. You didn't even make it to the NLCS. Uh, uh, excuse me. Yes, you did. I'm, I'm bugging. Uh, no, 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 you did. I'm right. I'm right. Yeah, you lost in the NLDS. Mm-hmm. You, you lost in the Division Series. You didn't even make it to the Championship Series. So, and, and same thing. Another choke job at home. I want to... Uh, I really want to check um, that I should have. I, I think about shit all the, all the time. I think about this shit all the time afterwards. Something that I should have done before uh, before the show started. But uh, I, w- I would love to know when was the last time two road teams won a game five a five winner take. That was crazy. Another yeah, another road team lost at home. So the Dodgers again choked. Uh, which was crazy because I, I was watching the game. I tried to stay up as late as I could, but, you know, I'm a grandpa. Uh, and I had to be up for, up before Jesus for work. So, I, uh, you know, I watched um, up until about maybe the, I don't know, maybe the fifth or the sixth inning, and the Dodgers were winning. They were up three to nothing the whole time. I, w- I go to sleep. I wake up. They lost seven to three. I was like, houseway. Like, I'm like, what? What the hell happened? So I cut on a uh, sports center this morning when I'm getting ready for work, and I saw the highlights. And man, man, uh, on top of on top of the Dodgers, you know, just being a choke, uh, uh, just just a choke artist in general. You really got to zone in to even more so Clayton Kershaw. I mean, Clayton Kershaw undoubtedly will go down as one of the greatest pitchers to ever to to ever play the game. Um, undoubtedly a famer. But you can't ignore his – I mean, his his struggles in the playoffs are mind-boggling. For him for him to be as great as he is numbers-wise in the regular season, uh, it, it blows mind how he's just so terrible in the playoffs. He comes in – he didn't even pitch the he, – uh, he didn't even start because I think um, they, they were fearful of that because, I mean, 
his record in the postseason as a starter is terrible. Mm -hmm. And it's it's terrible. But he has in the past had some coming out of uh, and pitching in relief. So that's where they where the idea of him coming in yesterday, I believe he came in in the in the eighth inning. Uh, the Dodgers were up, still up three to nothing. First pitch, smack <laughs> out the park. Anthony Rendon. All right, you know now I know as a Dodger fan, you're immediately like, oh, here we're here to fuck we go. Yeah. Here go to the here go and the fuck shit. Like, but all right, cool. You give up, yeah, you know, it ain't obviously ain't ideal, but all right, you give up a solo homer. And I looked at the pitch that he pitched to Rendon. It actually wasn't a bad pitch. It was actually just one of those good pitch but better hitting. Mm-hmm. He went down and got it. It wasn't like he uh, Kershaw threw it straight over the plate. It was a low pitch, and Rendon just went down and yanked that shit and got it out. Uh, got it out of the park. All right, so it's three one. But then the very next pitch. My- <laughs> The very next pitch, he hangs a fucking slider and just smack. <laughs> so gave up two homers back to back on two pitches. The first two pitches he threw, bang, just like that. It's three to two. Couldn't have been worse. Couldn't have been worse. Uh, three to two, three to two Dodgers. So, and I know Dodgers fan, here we go with the fuck shit. Like three to two, uh, they end up taking him out the game. Uh, the game, uh, I believe. Some I don't I forget who somebody tied it up in uh in the eighth inning or the ninth inning, uh and then it was three to three. And then uh in extras, Howie Kendrick hit a grand slam for the Nationals. Mm-hmm. So and they end up winning seven to three. So just another choke job by the Dodgers. I don't know what they're gonna do, bro, but it, it ain't working. Like I don't I don't know what uh, if it, it it was it was funny because I actually right before we uh decided to uh, you know record, I saw a video online of a Dodgers fan who <laughs> went up to uh got out his seat and went up to the the front row, took off his Kershaw jersey and threw it onto the field, <laughs> and it walked uh, it just walked away in disgust. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, bro, as as and of course all these other fans are killing him for it, but I'm like, bro, I feel him. Like, yo, what what's it gonna take? Like every year we're we're close. We even get to the to the big dance three years in a row and we lose. And then this year, same thing. We have this record setting. I believe I'd have to fact check. Don't don't quote me, but I believe they actually set the record this year for their franchise and wins in the in the regular season. Like they had a phenomenal win, and then you get to the playoffs and you choke. And it's like again, you you know you're, you get you get the playoffs. I understand it's a different beast, different animal. You know, uh, everybody's got a chance. Everybody's bringing out their best hitters, the best pitchers, you know, etc. But that's a game you got to win. If you're the Dodgers, that's a game you got to win at home. Winner take all. That's a game you got to win. I mean, what what else can we say? What else can we say? You haven't won the World Series since. I believe the last one was 1980, 1980 something, 1985, don't quote me, but it was in the 80s. So you're going on, you know, we're talking 30 years, 30 plus years, mm-hmm. you know, um, or might have been 1989, might have been the year I was born. It was something like that. I know it was in the late 80s. Um, so yeah, you're talking roughly 30 years, if not more, since the last time. And this is, you know, this is an iconic franchise. This is like the West Coast Yankees. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have your iconic franchises, the Yankees, the Cardinals, the Dodgers. You know, these are uh, they're your select few 
iconic franchises like anywhere in the world somebody's gonna know what that what that uh dodger la blue hat is what that yankee hat is what that red stl hat is like those iconic franchises they don't go all these years about you know without winning a championship and you have this great team and just for whatever reason they can't get over the hump so if you remember in early in the year like i said we had a uh you know, predictions. And I remember I said, I was like, bro, I don't have no faith in the Dodgers. I just, you got to show me. Cause I, every year you just tease your fans. Like, you know, so yeah, Dodgers fans are sick this morning. <clears throat> Braves fans are sick this morning. Uh, shout out to the nationals and um, the St. Louis Cardinals going to meet in the NLCS. The Yankees, uh, we, we, you know, shout out to us. We're me and Ty are both Yankees fans. Mm-hmm. Completed the sweep against Minnesota. I, I've always said uh, if there's any other team that hates us just as much as the Red Sox, it's the Minnesota Twins because we just be we just be whooping their ass in the playoffs. Like I, it's crazy. It's true. That uh, true. that's that sweep that we just had. Uh, they said was uh, were made made it 13 straight postseason games we've won over the Minnesota Twins. So yeah, they they just yeah. despise us. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Um, so yeah, they swept to get to the ALCS, and now we're waiting on the winner of Game Five, which I believe is about to tip off soon. Game Five between uh, Tampa Bay and mm-hmm. the Astros in Houston. <laughs> I actually thought it was over uh, two nights ago. Tampa Bay came out and said, "Guess again," and they got to Verlander. And uh, even up the series at two to two, uh, but that was on their home field. They're now back in Houston for a winner take off uh, game five. I pray to God they can pull it off, but I I don't know. I mean, I just can't see Houston losing three games in a row. I can't. I, I just can't. Uh, not with that rotation and not with that offense. But you never know. It could be another epic choke job. We shall see. But since we're on that top, since we're on that topic, what say you, bro? Tonight, give me a winner. Who advances to meet the Yankees in the ALCS? The Rays, you're going to go with the upset? Or are we going to go with the, the juggernaut that it seems like uh, the Houston Astros are, all, albeit they're on a two-game losing streak? Uh, well, you know what? go with the Astros because they are the better team. But you know what? With the way this, this playoffs have gone, it, it's mm-hmm. – Roll with the pattern. I think the Rays are gonna come out and shock some people. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking. Oh, I'm th- you won't. Hey, look, bro. Look, bro. You know we better. They, uh, Houston is favored by two seventy tonight. You, yeah, you must go ahead and throw five dollars on it on the Rays and be a real one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's so I'm thinking. All right, so I'm thinking. All right, you thinking? All right, all right. Hey, look, bro. No argument for me, man. I hope you're right. Uh, my heart wants to say Tampa Bay, but my head is telling me that, that Houston is going to pull it out tonight, man. I just, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope to God you're right. Cause I would much rather play the Rays. Absolutely. We have, um, you know, familiar and, and you know, and that's a dangerous, it's like a could be good. Couldn't, could not be good because that's a dangerous slope too. Like that's a division foe. So as well as you know, them, they know you the same amount. Uh, I just feel better with them because of the fam- familiarity and because this year we, we beat the dog shit out of them. As good as a team as they are, we played them very well. Whereas um, – and, you know, their pitching obviously isn't – they still have good pitching, but it isn't as lights out as uh, the Houston Astros can be. 
And uh, Houston actually has home field advantage. But if they were to lose tonight, the Yankees would get home field advantage because they had the second best mm-hmm. record in the American League. So, you know, you want to root for that, too. I'd love I'd, – hell, yeah, if you, if you ask me – what would I rather have play Houston in a seven game series where they have home field advantage or play Tampa Bay in a seven game series where we have home field advantage? Obviously I'm going to take the latter. So I pray that you're right, but I, yeah, man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go with my head and say the Astros, but we shall see that is going to kick off soon. So like I said, the NLCS, uh, we actually, the NLCS and the ALCS will both start Saturday. So game ones of both series will be Saturday. Uh, you will have, I believe, uh, the national. I believe, I don't know actually. I don't know who had the better record. I think, I think St. Louis did. So I think it's probably Nationals at St. Louis for game one, and uh, we shall see. Uh, you know the end of the result of the game tonight between Tampa Bay and Houston. If it'll be Yankees at. Houston for game one on Saturday, or if it'll be Tampa Bay at Yankee Stadium against the Yankees. So we shall see. Um, all right. Anything else for baseball before we move on? Uh, I think you – we basically covered it. That's, that's pretty much the gist, right? Yeah, yeah. All, all right. right. So we, we shall – all right. We shall see what happens in, uh, in tonight's game and uh, what happens throughout the week with the NLCS and the ALCS. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, big week, big week in football. Some things happened. Uh, I guess, uh, yeah, let's get to, uh, I guess the big, big, big thing that happened over the the past week. Uh, Jay Gruden was, uh, relieved of his duties as, as, uh, as Washington, uh, Redskins head coach after getting, uh, they actually, you know what? I, I won't even say smoked by the Patriots. Uh, well, yeah, no, towards huh? the end. Yeah, yeah. Towards that, I mean, they played a good game up until the third quarter. They actually were lead. They actually were leading at halftime. I think twelve to seven. They didn't even score twelve points. Who? The Redskins. Oh, well, how many points did they score? Yep. weren't they leading? They were up seven nothing. That was the end. That was okay. They were seven nothing. Seven nothing. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. Seven. They were up, but they were. I knew they were winning. They were definitely winning at the at the at halftime. If you score, uh, you win it. Right. That, so that, yeah. That, so they actually credit to their to their defense. They actually shut the Patriots out at uh the first half of the first half of the game, and then yeah, you know, then the Patriots came out second half and were the Patriots. Uh. So yeah. So they lost, and after an zero and five start Monday morning, Jay Gruden was fired. Uh, your reaction, Ty Dolla? Um, I mean, as a Giants fan, it's sad to see him go. <laughs> but as a NFL fan, this was long overdue. I mean, it, this team has been terrible for years, and they've given him all the time and chances in the world, and just nothing's changed. You know, they got – when you look at that team talent-wise, they have a good amount of pieces that can make them a decent team. And yeah. it's never come together. You know, you have – I mean, I know AP's old, but you got AP in the backfield. You have a first-round draft pick at quarterback that – they're saying is not ready. We can get into that later. Um, yeah. You got a receiving core that's actually overperformed. That's why the only position group I'll actually give him some credit for. And that defense, there's, I don't know how many there are, but it's, it's 
close to like half a dozen Alabama players on that defense. And we all know how good Alabama players on defense are coming out of college. They're yeah. top recruit. That's who you want your defense built from is Alabama players. And they have underperformed. And I can only think to blame one person for that. And that is the guy that's supposed to keep the culture in a positive way. And it just doesn't seem like it's happened. So they got a lot of pieces on that team that can, that I think will make them much better in the future. Um, but they needed that change. They needed somebody different to run that team. Just some kind of change of pace. Cause obviously what Jay Gruden was doing wasn't working. So, you know, I think it, I'm glad it finally happened for them. Redskin fans can actually have a, you know, something to look forward to, maybe even win a game this week. I mean, this is their best shot, so. Yeah. But, no, nah, I think there was a good move by them. Um, yeah, I think, I think it was a good move. I mean, it was, it was, it was needed. It was, you know, it, he wasn't, a, he isn't a good coach. He's not as, you know, he's not his brother. He's not the, 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 yeah. the aficionado. Uh, you know, the guru that is uh, John Gruden and even him has has gotten a lot of scrutiny. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, this doesn't fix their problem. Their, their problem is is way deeper rooted than this. It's a terrible, you know, terribly run organization mm-hmm. from top to bottom, from the ownership. I mean, you know, going all the way again, going all the <laughs> way back to going all the way back to our April show when after post-draft and, you know, everybody said I was crazy. And when I said that I saw a report saying that everybody in the Redskins organization wanted Daniel Jones and that the only person that wanted Dwayne Haskins was Dan Snyder. Now, fast forward to the current time, that has been pretty much reported multiple times now. And uh, it seems to be true because – I mean, they, he, 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 Jake Rudin's reluct, reluctancy to play Haskins, and then you didn't play him until you absolutely had to. Uh, I mean, actually, I guess you really didn't, uh, which is which is weird to me. I don't know that that to me might have even indicated that that was a maybe a move from up top, like play the kid because uh, Case Keenum wasn't injured; he just was out there stinking up the joint, mm-hmm. and. Uh, Colt, Colt McCoy was injured, so you literally had nobody else to put in besides Haskins. But, I mean, it was stupid in the sense of you put him out there for a half, you threw him to the Wolves, he uh, had, they said that he had no, absolutely no reps with the ones that week, so literally he, you know, was playing with the, the twos and people on the practice squad. Uh, and, you know, then you throw him into the to the Wolves, and, you know, he stunk up the joint like Case Keenum did. Mm-hmm. But it's – yeah, I'm with – there's something weird going on with this because he's not ready. Okay, what does that mean exactly? Because you already put him out there. I mean, you can't I, – I don't really think you can fully, you know, evaluate his quote-unquote readiness by one half of football <laughs> that you didn't even prepare him for. Mm-hmm. So – that's not fair to him. I'm not saying he he is going to be great or, you know, because like in our previous episodes, I've long said that I, you know, the narrative that Haskins was so much better than Jones, I didn't think was true just off of everything that I read 
um, you know, post-draft and aside from obviously all the hate that we were getting for the Daniel Jones pick, I, you know, I did say that I saw some things where there were people rumbling saying that there were teams that were high on Jones and, you know, so aside from that, but I don't think he's a scrub. I don't think you can go by, again, a half a football that you didn't prepare him for to, to be like, oh, he's not ready. Okay, so um, isn't it your job to get him ready? Like, I, that's what what you as a coach and uh, you as a GM and, you know, an owner, you guys as an organization, you picked him. So now it's your, you know, it's your duty to prepare him to, to be ready. What is it, you know, because it doesn't make any sense that you got all these other rookie quarterbacks, some of them no names, like who, people who should have never even stepped on a field, you know, this year, your Kyle Allens, your Gardner Minshews, your, you know, how are they ready? And the 15th overall draft pick isn't, you know, that that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, man. So I just I don't know, something, something, something fishy, something weird is going on over there. I actually kind of feel bad for Haskins. I mean, because it just seems like. It, it, it just it just seems like an organization that really, like the report said, really didn't want him. Mm-hmm. And that they literally only took him because the owner said. And, okay, you know, I get the owner, you know, it's the owner, so they make the final dis- decision. But at the same time, if everybody else in your, in your, you know, in your organization doesn't want this kid... Why are you why are you going to do that to him? You know what I mean? Like mm. if you know that he's not he, they're not going to be given their 100% effort into making him better, why even draft him? Because you as the owner, I get what your your thought process is like you like the kid, but if nobody else believes in him, you're not you're the owner coaching. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be the one, you know what I mean? You're not going to be the one uh, you know, lining him up to be successful, you're literally just the owner. So all you literally all you do is own the team. <clears throat> you know, it's not like you're Jerry Jones, it, you know, Jerry Jones is you know, of the world who wants to be the owner, the coach, the GM, the you know, this isn't that in in Washington. You're literally just the owner. So I feel for the kid because I think I really feel like they're going to ruin his career. Like I could see it's early. He, I get it. He hasn't started any games, you know, but just the way that it looks in Washington, I could totally see this turning into some RG three type shit. Like, you know, he eventually he, he, he just doesn't get a, I don't know. I just, the Redskins suck. I don't even remember. When's the last time RG three, the one good year, I guess. But before that, when's the last time they had a, a successful quarterback? Like, it's just they, they had Jason Campbell. That was the last quarterback I can think of, and he was garbage. Yeah. So that was that's really the only other quarterback I can think of that they had. They had well, they had McNabb that one year. Um. Yeah, but he was already past yeah, he, his prime. He was well past his prime. That was, I mean that's really it. I can't even think of who they had before that. But I mean, obviously they weren't anybody too memorable because we'd be talking about this right now. So no, I, I feel for him too. I mean. Haskins really is just in a position where he he can't win. Like he's, I don't obviously don't know what he's doing at camp and how he's been playing, but like the only way you're ever gonna know is when he plays in an actual game. And right. 
what's blowing my mind at this point now is that now you fire your head coach, but Case Keenum, we're told, is still going to be the starter coming into the Yeah, yeah. Why? Yep. Why are you going to start him anyway? You're 0-5. Because he's not ready. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Like, what is that? I don't even. What does that mean that he's not ready? Like, does he – they were saying, like, he doesn't understand the playbook. Is he, he doesn't understand the playbook after being with you guys for – how long has it been now? Six months? Right. And he still doesn't understand the playbook? Then there's, there's either something wrong with him or there's something wrong with the way you guys are teaching him because yeah. it doesn't take six months to learn a playbook. We yeah. Quarterback and, and, come in uh, out of free agency yeah. and learn a playbook in a few days. Yeah. Like it, it happens. So why is it taking this kid so long to, to figure it out? Or maybe he does have it figured out and maybe it's just not up to their standards. I don't know what the case is, but there's, they're like, you're, like you said, there's something weird going on in that organization because the kid's just literally doing what he's told. He's been behaving himself. It's not like he's been acting out or saying shit about any of the coaches or the staff or anybody. He's just been sitting there kind of hoping to get his opportunity. They threw him to the Wolves a couple weeks ago, and it didn't work out. And now, you know, they're, they're like spiraling. It's like, they're just, oh, yeah, we're going to go with Case Keenum and no more Jay Gruden, and that should fix it all. And it's like – and you and, and you know what makes it even what makes it even worse is, to your point – you might be able to get that off if you had a decent record or if, you know, you know what I mean? You'd be like, eh, he, yeah, we're not out of it yet and he's not ready. We still want to try to contend. So we're going to roll along with Case Keen. Bro, you're 0-5. You're 0-5. You're not making the playoffs. Don't give me the we're going to send out the bet. No, you're 0-5. Let the kid play, even if he's quote-unquote not ready. Again, isn't that your job? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you're supposed to be doing? Just like you said, how did he? How does he not understand the playbook? If that is the case, that that's a reflection on you guys. The fact that, like you said, that that he's been with your organization for you know about six months, if not longer now, and he still doesn't understand this. What are your coaches doing? Why aren't they not making it so that we look? We are fifteenth overall, number one draft pick needs to know this playbook. So. What what are you guys not doing as an organization? Again, you're like I said, you're failing this kid because it doesn't make any sense. Why are you trying? Like you said, you're zero and five. Why are you try still trying out Case Keenum, uh, a career journeyman? You know what you're gonna get from him. What what a Colt McCoy? Like, are you serious, Colt McCoy? Like, no, Dwayne Haskins should absolutely be starting. And that's the other thing that makes me kind of ugh about even Daniel Snyder wanting him because you didn't you trump everybody supposedly by taking Daniel's uh, uh by not you know I mean Daniel Jones was already gone so you didn't have to make that decision but uh you know you took Dwayne Haskins so you you know you made the you laid down the, the law on the draft why aren't you laying down the law here like no this kid needs to play I don't need to see Colt McCoy. I don't need to see Case Keenum. We're 0-5. We suck anyway. Let the kid go out there and play. Now, somebody argue, eh, Washington has a terrible offensive line. They don't – cool. Hey, it's, it's shit you got to deal with in the NFL. I'm not saying – you know, and Haskins isn't Stonewall Jackson back there. He might not be the most athletic quarterback, but he can move. He, he, did, it, he did it against the Giants. You know, he can move around. So – you know, or you can, uh, you know, call plays for him to roll out. You know, there's ways to disguise 
a, a garbage offensive line if you have somewhat of a mobile quarterback. So I don't know, bro. I'm with you. Something's weird, and I just I, – I fear for him that they're going to fail him and that yeah. he's going to turn into some type of a bum. And it might not even be his fault. Yeah. Because he – you know what I mean? He he might just be in a situation where you you're in an organization where these people don't really believe in you, and I don't care what nobody say. You know they want to keep. I don't see how you can see how this, how you know from outside looking in, how you can see how this is being handled, and still not believe now these reports that they didn't want him mm-hmm. because it just it all it's all making sense. It's all lining up to be that. Because yeah. what other reason can you can you? justify for not letting him play even and especially after at least if you had never put him into a game we'd still be killing it you know killing you for it Mm -hmm. because what's the point but it's 10 times worse that you played him already Mm -hmm. once you put him in the game let him fuck you gotta play him now like what's the point you gotta play him and let him fucking learn you already put him out there so shit at least why not give him another chance with a full week of practice with the ones and a full week of knowing that he's going to have to uh he's going to have to be the quarterback you know going to be the starting quarterback this week because you know what had uh let's go back to that Giants game right mm-hmm. where uh again like we said you did not have to put in Dwayne Haskins Case Keenum was not injured he sucks but we already knew that. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? We already knew that. You didn't have to put Dwayne Haskins in. You made that decision. Why? If he was not ready, why did you put him in? For what? Case Keenum wasn't injured. Well, what's weird That's- to me is, like like you said, like when the pattern in the NFL, and it's not even a pattern, it's, it's like an unwritten rule. When you play a rookie quarterback after, you know, a season that started the way that the Redskins has or that ours has or – you know, any other team that starts a veteran first to see how it goes and then it doesn't go well and then you start the rookie, you never go back. That's not yeah, – You can You don't yeah. go back after that. Once that rookie goes in, that's it. Whether he plays well or not, he's the guy for the rest of the year. There's no team that takes him out middle of the year like, eh, now we're going to go back to the veteran again. That doesn't happen. Right. So I, this is, like, mind-blowing to me because the Redskins are just defying every, like, unwritten rule that says – you you play the rookie. You just play the rookie right. at this point. You're zero five, like you said. You're not making the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you have no shot at really being anything different than what you have been, unless you change something on this team. And the right. easiest thing to change right now is the quarterback position, because even if he is bad, even if he is not ready, Case Keenum and Cole McCoy are terrible, and they're right. going to be any kind of you know major elevation from Dwayne Haskins. So I. It, it's mind blowing to me. I don't get it, but I mean, they're they're making their choices, and I don't know when we're going to see Haskins again, or if we will at this point, because right, I mean, they're they're just they're going back and forth. I mean, they're, they've had three different starting quarterbacks this year, and none of them were because of injury. It was literally just it's like a carousel. So it's like it's just odd to me, right? And if you were ever gonna, you know, if you were ever gonna let him learn. What better way to learn than against the fucking Dolphins? Like, yeah, they suck. <laughs> Why? Would- like, what do you, you know what I mean? Let him go out there. Let him get some confidence. I, I guarantee you he can throw a touchdown against them bums. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? The Giants, I mean, he didn't even uh, – he, uh, he was bad, but 
he he made some some good plays. He had some good, you know, he moved, uh, got a couple first downs, and you know, uh, Daniel Jones wasn't even that great. I mean, he was better better than Haskins, but he he wasn't that great that game either. He threw a couple picks. Like they're they're rookies. They're gonna make mistakes. Like and again, you did not have to go to him. I don't that that's the part that really doesn't make sense. Like why? It's almost like you did it to embarrass him. Like. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you did it like, here, here, okay, you guys get to look at him now so you can stop breathing down my neck. Here, let him go out there. He's going to suck. And now we're going to be like, oh, he's not ready. No. Once you go to him, let him fucking play. Yep. And it just, yeah, I'm with you, bro. I mean, uh, we could talk about this forever. But, yeah, something's not right with that, man. And they're doing that kid wrong. He needs to play. Yeah, he does. He does. But, all right, moving on. Uh, we're, we'll get into our, uh, our recap uh, segment of the show. Where we, uh, you know, look back on uh, week week five and talk about the games and the results of that. Um, we can start off with our Giants. Uh, I mean, we got our ass whooped. No other way to yeah. no, no no other way to put it. We uh, the Vikings came in one twenty eight to ten. Kirk Cousins looked like Joe Montana. Um, I don't I don't put no faith into that at all because we already know our secondary sucks mm-hmm. and. Uh, Kirk Cousins tends to have these games. I love it how Vikings fans, you know, now, oh, my God, we fixed everything. No, I guarantee you. Who they play this week? The Eagles? Watch. Just watch. <laughs> I guarantee I guarantee you he's terrible. This literally only I, happened because he got called out by, oh, yeah. by Diggs and Thielen. And now that that's passed over and he's like, see, I can play, guys. It's going to go right back to being a bum. That's right. And there's still – and it was all simple shit. He wasn't out there slaying it. And all that shit, you know what I mean? It was a lot of a lot of dinking and dunking. He had a couple, couple. Uh, I think you know the two touchdown passes to Thielen probably were his best throws. But it was a lot of dinking and dunking. It wasn't like he was out there really lighting it up. It's one of those games where you know the the yardage, you know the the box score really doesn't tell the whole story. He didn't play terrible. He had a good game, but it wasn't like you know Kirk Cousins. Yeah, like you know, eh, eh whatever. He still sucks if you ask me. But um. Okay, so yeah, they won twenty-eight to ten. Uh, Daniel Jones, uh, he, uh, you know, didn't wasn't terrible, uh, but wasn't wasn't great. Uh, you know, typical rookie, rookie. Um, you still with me, Ty? I'm still with you. All right. Uh, you know, typical rookie. You know, learning curves. It is what it is. Still, uh, still no Saquon. The line play. Uh, the offensive line played like shit. He was under pressure the you know the the whole game. Um, I don't even get me started on Nate Solder. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I mean, no, seriously, bro. We're we're getting into like Eric Flowers territory, bro. Bad. Like, it, it, he sucks, bro. Like, he is terrible. That is one of the worst free agent signings we've ever had. Like, bad. he is gar- that bad. Like garbage. Um. So yeah. So that all that. To say, obviously, which ends up um, in a twenty-eight to ten uh, Vikings victory. Uh, you had the Rams and the Seahawks on Thursday night. Great, great game, great game, great game, Ph- phenomenal game. Seahawks pulled that out. Russell Wilson, if he's not in your MVP conversation this year, what are you doing? He's playing phenomenal. You know, I love me some Ferrari Pat, but uh, Russell Wilson is on your ass because he's playing. He's playing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Seahawks get that victory. Um, the Cardinals and the Bengals. Hey man, the Rook, Kyler Murray got his first win. Finally. Uh, yeah, finally they played a team that was worse than them. Trash. Uh, the the, the Bengals are booty butt cheeks. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so the Cardinals win that 26 to 23. We had the Bills and the Titans, the mighty, mighty Titans. They are cheeks. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Jay, Red, man, play it, bro. Yeah, you had the nerve to come at us when we didn't pick them week one. This is why they are ass. Like, they are ass. Like, oh my God. They, like, Oh, uh, just garbage. The, the Bills win 14-7. I, I, there's nothing really even to talk about this. Uh, shout out to the Raiders. Um, London game this week, Bears-Raiders. Soccer. Uh, yeah, Raiders, uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? It is, but it isn't. Because if you look uh, at, at their record in London, they should just move to London. <laughs> like, they for real. They they play very well in, in London. Um. Which is crazy because they're coming from so far away. Yeah, but uh, I'd have to look it up. But I know it's definitely – they may even be undefeated. It may be something like 4-0 and or 5-0. and Or if they do if they do have a loss, it's something like 4-1 and or something like that. Like, they play very well in London. So – and we also got to throw in a disclaimer that obviously – I mean, Chase Daniels was the quarterback for, for the – for the uh, the Bears, but I mean, is it really that big of a drop off from? Yeah, the first yeah, time this season I, that Bears their defense has not looked good. No, yeah, no, that's a fact. That's a fact. Um, yeah, they 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 the Raiders came to play that offensively, defensively. Um, yeah, the Raiders came to play. Still in all, only they uh they only won by a field goal, so the Bears weren't terrible, but they were terrible for Bears standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, the Raiders pick up that win. Saints and the Bucks. Shout out to Teddy Bridgewater, man. Uh, the Saints aren't missing a beat, even without uh, Drew Brees. And now they're saying Drew Brees is already throwing. Mm-hmm. So um, he, he could be back in a matter of time. Uh, and, yeah, the Saints pick up that win at home, 31-24. Uh, then we had the Jets and the Eagles. Oh, my, the Jets. <laughs> the the Jets. I'm Luke Falk. I mean – yeah, I mean, good, good, good news for them. Sam Darnold is, uh, you know, finally got over his uh, kissing disease, and uh, you know, he uh, he's he's been cleared. The spleen is healed. He's been cleared to play this week against the Cowboys. I don't know how much of a difference it's gonna make. I still expect them to lose, no. but hey, maybe I'll be wrong because Cowboys have looked like shit the past couple of weeks too. Well, because they've but, been uh, teams. Yeah, that's true. Uh. So yeah, the Eagles put a shellacking on the Jets, thirty-one to six. The Ravens and the Steelers was a typical Ravens Steelers game, um, but decided by three points. The Ravens uh, get that in overtime, win that twenty-six to twenty-three. Mason Rudolph almost died. That they, <laughs> I, that was crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but nah. In all seriousness, thank God he's alright because I really when he got hit. Oh yeah, bro. He, they knocked his face mask off his helmet. Like he looked like he he looked like one of them old old school it's fucking like helmets. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, we can laugh about it now because he's all right. Uh, you know, in concussion protocol, but it really was a nasty hit. Looked like he died. Um, so yeah, Ravens pull that one out. The Patriots and the Deadskins we we touched on already. Uh, obviously, the Patriots won, uh, leading to Jay Gruden's. Getting fired after getting smoked. <laughs> uh, the Jags and the Panthers. Man, your man's Kyle Allen is still out here winning, bro. He's like, better than Cam right now. Cam is. Yeah, they've listen, three in a row. They've listen, three, three different teams. He's 
He's 3-0 and as a starter. Yes, we know Christian McCaffrey is just otherworldly right now, but Christian McCaffrey was otherworldly last year too, and the, the Panthers still stunk. So, I mean, Cam, I ain't going to say, you know, I don't know, bro. I still think they're giving you a job back if and when you're ready, but it's looking funny in the light because, you know, you know how the NFL is what have you done for me lately, and – this kid is winning these games. Well, so it's crazy to me because they're two totally different quarterbacks. Not even yeah. similar in the way they play or anything. And the kids running the offense designed for Cam better than Cam, which is yeah. crazy to me. So I don't. I, yeah. I would look at if I were if I were Cam because you know what, with the way his injuries and the way he's been playing lately, I would not in any way say that his job is safe. Yeah. There are. Uh, there's already been talks about that that this. Tim being gone after this year, so we're gonna see. But if Kyle Allen keeps playing like this, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Uh, then the next game we had after that was the Falcons and the Texans. I mean, when are when are we gonna stop believing in the Falcons? Like they're just just cheats. <laughs> like cheats. I don't understand, bro. That your was... offense, like. Did you see Deshaun Watson's interview after the game, Bruh. I uh yeah I sent uh I thought did I, I yeah I sent it to you. Yeah, he was pretty much um, just like we just I, we knew exactly what they were gonna do. Yeah. Them. Yeah, like and then uh I sent you the the voiceover that I found um somebody did which was hilarious where they were just talking about like yeah man we you know I, I just told them like I pretty much then I started telling people to come <laughs> he said I started telling people to come out from the stands like yo yo just go run an out route it's <laughs> gonna be open like <laughs> like. Um, and, and side note, I, I actually love that from Deshaun Watson. I hope he keeps doing it because he, um, you know, it, it goes to show how just how the, you know, how smart you have to be to play not only football, but the, the position of quarterback. And for you to have that knowledge to be able to recognize defenses like that and, mm-hmm. you know, know where you want to go, where the, where the football is. It's, you know, us as fans, we, we think it's real simple, but it's really not. And, um, you know, when he's been breaking it down in post-game interviews like that, I, I love it, especially from, you know, the uh, the quarterbacks like him. We were just talking about Cam, uh, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, you know, the, the quote-unquote labeled running quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it coming from them because it's like, like, no, bro, I'm not, I'm not just a runner. Like, I can read defenses. I can play the position of quarterback. So I love that from him. Um, but yeah, they put an ass whooping on the Falcons, fifty-three to thirty-two. I mean, it looked like a fucking junior varsity game. Uh, I, I just don't understand. Like, what? I mean, they gotta blow it up in Atlanta, bro. Like, it's it's not working. I don't know what. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you just gave that huge contract to to Julio Jones, the the extension. So he's probably not going anywhere. Matt Ryan's probably not going anywhere. But I, I don't know if Dan Quinn has to get fired. I don't know if. Um, I don't know. I don't know what what needs to happen, but. They suck. Like I don't. <laughs> I I I might have to blame Dan Quinn on this. I like Dan Quinn. Don't get me wrong, but it's just the talent they need it. Like because you look at the team on paper and they look good on paper. They're healthy this year. Bruh. Really, they there haven't been injuries that have kind of decimated them or anything. Even Devontae Freeman's healthy, which is yeah. like, never happens. Um, right. But they just. I, I think they need a change of culture at this point. I think they still have the talent to be a really good team, and they just they haven't lived up to it. Even when they scored Bro, 32 well, points last week, they still got right. blown out, which is crazy. But Right. Yeah, yeah the defense, I mean, uh, their defense is usually always hit or miss. They uh, historically do usually have a bad defense. But then 
then there'll be years where they actually have a pretty decent defense. And then uh, clearly this ain't one of the years. But, I mean, so you can't really fully kill them on offense because obviously 32 points is more than enough for you to win a game. But, yeah, if it ain't one thing, it's the other going wrong. And that brings them to, you know, their one and four record. Yeah. So they're just ass cheeks. But, uh, all right, moving on. Broncos, Chargers. Probably one of the stuns of the week. The Broncos went into uh, into L.A. and got a dub. Uh, Broncos won me 150. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, uh, the Phillip Lindsay, Royce Freeman, both running the ball really well. Joe Flacco actually had a couple nice throws. Uh, I don't know what what happened with the Chargers, what uh, what their deal was this week. Uh, but, yeah, that uh, Broncos win. Uh, Packers-Cowboys ended up being a, a, a very – a very entertaining game because at first it was an ass whipping. What was like, it, thirty-one to three or something? Thirty-one to yeah, thirty thirty to three or some shit. Uh, I don't know if I'm a Cowboys player. The next time we play them, I, I'm chop blocking Aaron Jones. Like I, I just, I, he just has monster games against them every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, four touchdowns. I mean, it was just uh, the one. Did you see at the at the one point where? Uh, where he where he waved at him as he was running in like y'all y'all can't touch me like it was just bad. Um, get your man's Rain Dakota. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah. I mean, just cheeks. Like uh, we uh, we said it on the show. Pump your brakes when everybody was. Oh my God! This party for for Dak. He look at what he did to the Giants. Look what he did to the Dolphins. And then as soon as you ran into a real team. Mm-hmm. That second week in a row, he's looked terrible. And I've been Just saying this. And I said in the beginning of the, of the, the season, before I, mean, I think it was even before the first game happened, I wouldn't have paid Dak right away because of this. He can't win games like this because he can't play at the same level that they need him to in the games that actually mean something. When you play against teams like the, the Dolphins and whoever else they played against, it's just they – and us and – I mean, of course he's gonna look all right, because we suck. You're gonna look, you're gonna look all right, and he's he's a, probably a middle of the pack quarterback. But do not even start telling me that he's anywhere above that. He does not deserve the top pay, and he sure as hell does not deserve to be ranked any higher than the top fifteen. I don't, you know, I don't believe that. You know what's crazy is, uh. What's crazy is numbers wise, he actually outplayed Aaron Rodgers. He actually threw for monster yardage. He actually threw for four hundred and sixty-three yards, which is crazy. But he threw he threw three interceptions, three bad interceptions, and really it should have been five. He had, I believe, two two that were called back mm-hmm. because of penalties. So, um, and, and you know what? It, it it's not even. My problem with this is it's not even – I mean, he is Cheeks. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> uh, but he's Cheeks. Like, we say that because we're Giants fans. And I know I don't think he's that good. But I think the reason why I, I, I don't kill him – I do kill him. But I don't put this – I don't put this on him. I put this on Cowboy fans because Cowboy fans – not all of them. Some of them are realistic when it comes to that. But then you have your typical delusional Cowboy fans – who try to make him into something he's not. Your Skip Baylesses of the world. Mm. Your fucking, your Will Canes of the world. You know, these people that are, you know, 
analysts and but they're cowboy fans and even you know not the the regular casual cowboy fan that makes it seem like Dak Prescott is something other than a game manager. He's he's just a game man. He can be That's effective. It. Don't get he can be effective. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But this game comes down to what I've always said about Dak, and it remains to be true. <clears throat> if Ezekiel Elliott struggles, Dak is gonna have a bad game. Mm-hmm. He can't do it without Zeke. They need that play action to be on. How is the play action on? If Zeke is running all over the place, the defense is going to bite on on every play action. That's where uh, Dak finds his success. When Ezekiel Elliott is running, you know, has his uh, 25 to 30 carry game, the 30 carry game for 100 plus yards, 200 yards, you know, multiple TDs, those are the games where Dak Prescott is going to shine. In this game, Ezekiel Elliott had 12 carries for 62 yards. Mm-hmm. There, that's that's it. That's your, that's your reason right there, why, why Dak had. Now, again, some people might turn around and be like, oh, he threw for 463 yards? That's a bad game. Yeah, he threw for 463 yards because you were losing 30 to fucking three. And he threw three picks in the process. Right. And, and again, he sh- it should have been five. Like I said, if I remember correctly, he had two that were called back because of penalties. Mm. Uh, but it should have been five. But even still, again, you know, that I'm just playing devil's advocate for the people to be like, oh, you're going to say he had a bad game, but he threw for 463 yards. Yeah, he threw for 463 yards, but he uh, he threw for 463 yards, but he also, you know, like you said, threw three picks. And, you know, whatever, what have you. So, whatever. That game is what it is. Cowboys are now 3-2. and two, uh, And they got, a, they got a gift of a game coming up against the Jets. So they do. They'll probably get it back on track. Uh, another shocker, Colts went into Kansas City, beat the Chiefs. Couldn't believe that. Um, that, was, that was my yeah, biggest shocker of the week. That was crazy. Yeah, uh, Kansas City's been looking a little sluggish. I, I still don't uh, worry about them. Oh, no. It's going to happen. Uh, I'm not worried about them. No, no I not still at think all. That, I still think they'll be fine. I still think uh, Pat Mahomes will get it back together, and uh, they'll be fine. Browns at 49ers. I mean, your Browns, man, your man's Baker. I, 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 I just, I, they're cheeks. There's no way around it. Like the 49ers, man. We gotta give them some respect, man. They're four and zero. They're playing well. Defense is playing well. They're running the ball. They just beat the dog shit out of uh, out of the Browns on Monday night. Um, that was ugly. Yeah, it was ugly. So, with that being said, that uh, you know wraps up our recap. Let's get into our week six predictions. Uh, I mean, the game that's about to tip off in about forty minutes. I mean, we really don't get into this. <laughs> Giants at Patriots. Uh, even if we were at full strength, I wouldn't have picked us to win this game. Uh, I'd have felt bad, better about them, me and baby being a little bit more competitive. But no Saquon, no Evan Ingram, no Sterling Shepard. Uh, we're literally going to be trying. No, not even Wayne Gallman. You're going to be throwing a third string quarter, uh, third string running back out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, Daniel Jones is in for a tough night. I, I think uh, you know he can. They'll still be able to move the ball a little bit. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if it was just really really bad. Um, so obviously I don't have to get into that. We're both taking the Patriots. Yeah, we are. Uh, Panthers, Bucks, give me a winner. Uh, I'm gonna keep rolling with Kyle Allen until he loses. I can't pick against him. He's been killing it. So 
And and obviously, okay, Christian McCaffrey, it's in he, Tampa. He's a it's in Tampa. I don't know if that makes it. That doesn't make a difference to me. Kyle Allen's been winning okay. wherever he goes. Okay, so and I'm that's actually him. uh that that's actually another London game. So that's going to be on early nine thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Uh. <laughs> you know what? The kid has to lose at some point. I'm going to take the home team. I'm going to take the Bucks. Oh. I pro- I'm probably going to regret it because I'm sure James Winston is going to go out there and stick <laughs> up the joint. Probably. Um, but they can they gotta lose at some point, right? And they uh, will. I, think, uh, I just wouldn't pick my, this week. All right, I hope you're right because uh, my dumbass, you know, my all I had this. I didn't like the matchups for my my quarterback, so I picked up Kyle Allen this week. So I hope you're right. I hope it's a shootout and I get hella points. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bucks, Seahawks, Browns. I'm not picking the Browns no more. They suck. I, uh, you know, and it's funny because Vegas still believes in the Browns. Seattle at four and one is only a point and a half favorite. That's uh, wild. So yeah, they still believe in the Browns. I don't. I'm picking the Seahawks. <laughs> I I saw nothing last week that made me want to believe in the Browns. It's it was like it was night and day between them playing the Ravens and them them playing the 49ers. It was like I don't know what happened because they looked great against the Ravens and last week was was terrible. So yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna so it's, we're gonna get one of those Browns teams. I'm gonna vote on it being the terrible one because uh, Seattle is just a monster team, and I think they're gonna yeah, keep they're rolling. Clicking. So Russell Wilson's they're looking clicking. unstoppable. Um, no matter who he's throwing to, everybody's all worried because Doug Baldwin was gone. Um, it doesn't matter. Russell Wilson's gonna throw it to somebody. So yeah, I'm gonna take Seattle. Okay. Uh, this is a goodie. I like this game. Texans at Chiefs. Uh, I think the Chiefs get it back. I I I just don't see Kansas City losing two games in a row. Uh, and, and two games in a row at home, nonetheless. So I'm gonna take. I'm taking Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not really a debate. I mean, Houston obviously looked incredible last week, but um, they're gonna come back down to earth, and the Chiefs are gonna be. I don't know. Oh, I can see this being a shootout. I can see it being a shootout. But you know what? It's the games that I think are going to be shootouts that end up just being like – Being defensive games. Defensive games. So <laughs> I can also see this being like a, a 24-20 kind of game too. So Okay. Um, But not – it's still going to be – it's going to be Pat Mahomes and, and the Chiefs. It's, it's got to be. I mean, like you said, they they can't lose two in a row. Andy Reid's pretty good after a loss. I don't see that I, – I, I don't see them losing again. All right. Uh, hey, look, another week, another Owen Bowl, oh, another yeah. Cheeks Bowl, Redskins at Dolphins. <laughs> Who finally gets their first win? I, whoever scores, whoever scores like any points <laughs> is gonna win the game. I, I really, I've, I've been dreading, I've been thinking about this pick all week, and I don't do this as your survivor pick, don't go anywhere lost. near this I fucking the game. Chiefs last week, I already lost. Oh, okay. Oh, I was about to say, I got uh, screwed. I was like, I wouldn't go nowhere near this fucking uh, no. game. No, not not because it's unpredictable. You really don't know what yeah. what's going to happen here. The, the, both these teams are the worst I've seen. Like, not yeah. not even just this year, but maybe even the past couple of years. Like, neither. It's team literally the game to see who is more cheap. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, so bad. Who, who wants the the number one pick more? Um. Uh, uh, yeah, give me a winner. Um, you know what? I'm trying to see what I can weigh here. I might just go with the Redskins just because they have a, a veteran quarterback, even if it is Case Keenum. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Redskins. Um, 
just because I don't I haven't seen anything. I've seen enough from Case Keenum to know that he can he can win a game if he has to. Uh, I haven't seen anything from Josh Rosen to kind of show that me that that he could he can win a game. I don't I don't know how many he's won in his career. I don't know how many he won last year with Arizona if he won any. So I, I just I can't pick him. I can't pick him to win. I'm going to go with the Redskins. All right. Uh, I'm just for the sake of the argument. I'm going to take the Dolphins and think that, and say that they get their first win. I don't know how, but I mean, again, somebody has somebody has to win this game. Who's They're home? at home. The Dolphins. The Dolphins? The Dolphins are at home, and Washington is a three and a half point favorite. So <laughs> Vegas has the Redskins winning. Um, I actually hope that I'm wrong because I picked up the Redskins D. Mm. <laughs> so I hope Josh Al- uh, Josh <laughs> Allen, Josh Rosen goes out there and throws like six picks. It's not um, possible. So yeah, I hope uh, you know. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, just for the sake of the argument, I'm going to pick the Dolphins. Uh, Eagles at Vikings. Uh, this is a tough one. Both three and two. Um, both pretty evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to say the Vikings. Big day for Dalvin Cook. And I think they get it done at home. Uh, I'm actually going to go with the Eagles on this one. Um, okay. I think I think Kirk Cousins is going to go back to being Kirk Cousins. Um, yeah. Notice I said big day for Dalvin Cook. I didn't say <laughs> shit about him. I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> but you know, the, the weakness of the Eagle defense is their secondary. So if Kirk Cousins, yeah, is what you're going to be going up against, I'm still going to take um, the Eagles. The Eagles. I just think uh, you know Carson Wentz has been playing well. He hasn't had much help from his receivers. But he's getting his help back. He's got Alshon back healthy. I think Deshaun Jackson comes back this week. Um, no, I saw a, I saw a report that said doubtful. All right. Well, either way, he's still got Ertz. Um, yeah. You know, and and they're, they've been running the ball pretty well with with Howard and Sanders. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Eagles. All right. I got uh, Saints and Jaguars. This is interesting, bro. It is. Saint, Saints is Saints are four and one, playing well. The Jaguars are two and three, but they are showing Gardner Minshew some respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas has Jacksonville favored by one. It's in Jacksonville. It's in Jacksonville. Uh, uh, I, I, damn. Uh. I can't call that, bro. You who you got? Um, Obviously, the better team is the Saints, but just something about Gardner Minshew and these Jags, bro. You know, I mean, they lost last week, but they played well. Is Ramsey coming back this week? Uh, I saw maybe, pretty much like a game time decision. Because that's going to be the difference for me. Because because if they don't have anybody to cover Michael Thomas, then the Saints, yeah, Saints, Saints are going to have it in hand. But if if Jalen does play. I can see the Jaguars pulling this one out. You know, this is, yeah. the Saints got to come back down to earth at some point. I mean, as as much as I like Teddy Bridgewater and how well he's been playing, eventually he's gonna have, gonna have to come back back down. So, um, so who you got? I'm gonna go with the Saints just because we're unsure about Jalen Ramsey. But if Jalen Ramsey plays. Uh, you know, I can easily pick the Jags in, in that one too. I think he he makes that big of a difference to that defense. So, um, All but right. for now, I'm going to go with the Saints. All right. Uh, again, for the sake of argument, I'm going to go with the home team. I got the Jags. Uh, getting the three and three. The legend of Gardner Minshew continues. Uh, yeah. Moving on. Uh, right. Bengals and Ravens. I mean, why? We, 
we don't have to talk about this. Ravens. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's the Ravens, but it's a divisional game, so you know, crazy that things does happen. Not matter. In the divisional game, <laughs> that's, I mean, maybe. that's just not. That does not matter for this game. The Bengals are terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. They, they're so terrible that, to your point, it's a divisional game and the Ravens are still favored by 11. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but slight uh, uh, slight good news for them and for my fantasy team, uh, A.J. Green is not playing this week, but there is hope that he can return in week seven. So okay, okay. Uh, we'll see how that goes. They're not going to mean anything. They're going to be zero and six by then. But <laughs> yeah, but you know, uh, we'll see. Forty ers and Rams. Another interesting, that's a interesting very interesting game. one. Uh, a, a divisional game. Two good teams going at it. The Rams have been sluggish, but they're still a good team. They're still at home. Vegas likes them by three points. What say you? Do you go with the Rams, or do you think the Forty ers will go five and zero? Oh? Um. I think their undefeated streak comes to an end this week. Okay. Um, you know, the Niners, obviously, they've looked really good. Um, but I just don't see – they just like a lot of the teams that were undefeated for a while, they didn't play anybody that challenging, like to the point right. where, you know, being undefeated would really mean something. If they beat the Rams this week, I'm a firm believer in them. But I just don't see it happening. Rams have – Slipped the past couple games, um, but I think that that ends. You know, they've had extra time to prepare, uh, so I'm going to go with the Rams. All right. Uh, as much as I hate to say this because I hate the 49ers, I got them going 5-0. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I, the, the Rams have been very, very sluggish. Uh, the games that they've won haven't really been impressive. Like, as far as the uh, – a W is a W, don't get me wrong – but they haven't gone out there and really put an ass whooping on anybody or imposed their will on anybody. All their wins have been down to the wire, pretty much close games. Uh, and the 49ers have the, uh, so far at least, I think this will be their biggest test. Uh, but, you know, they have the formula to travel and win, mm-hmm. which is defense, play, play, <laughs> play, you know, good defense and run the football. Mm-hmm. So, and which they've been able to do. So I, uh, yeah, I, I, I'll, okay. I'm going to take the 49ers. Okay. Um, Falcons and Cardinals, another bowl of cheeks. <laughs> like, I just, um, but Atlanta, uh, Atlanta's favored by two and a half. I, they should win, but I have no faith in them anymore. I'm taking the Cardinals. Damn. Yeah, I, okay. I've lost all faith in, in, in Atlanta. Um, I haven't lost enough. To have the Cardinals win, um, uh, and know, the Cardinals have a better record than them. <laughs> barely, I mean, by barely. I don't even know what percentage you want to count—a half quarter of a game because it's a tie. I don't know, but um, yeah, them. Mm, no, nah, I'm gonna pick Atlanta just because I think it, they're still in a dome. Matt Ryan plays pretty well in a dome, um, and I just think that they'll bounce back this week. The defense will bounce back. After allowing fifty three points, I mean they they can't not bounce back after that. So, um, all right, I'm gonna take Atlanta. All right, another uh, cheeks bowl: Titans at Broncos. Again, cheeks. I I have no faith in the <laughs> Titans. This is a game that they should win, but uh, Vegas doesn't have faith in them either. They have Denver by two. I'm going with the Broncos. 
I'm I'm gonna go with the Titans because this is what they do. They they'll have everybody lose hope in anything. Yep. That's to do with that. No, this then, is a hundred percent game that they'll win. This is yep. a game that they're gonna win though. That exactly mm-hmm. because because everybody's like lost faith and just forgot about them, and then they're gonna come out and they're gonna win. So. Um, All right. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. Have, I'm gonna roll with the Titans, but I'm not excited All about right. it. I'm more just like, oh, they're gonna be. They're gonna try and be relevant again. So we'll see. All right, Cowboys at Jets. Uh, uh yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going diving too much into this. I mean, Cowboys. Yeah, it, I it, got the Cowboys as it, much it, as I hate to say that. It. it yeah, it's Cowboys. Sam Darnold's not gonna make this monster difference when he comes back. Um, Steelers Chargers. Two disappointing teams. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chargers, just cause. I mean, they're they're just overall the better team, and they they gotta get their, they gotta get back on track. I mean, they they're supposed to be a you know playoff team, a potential Super Bowl contender, and they just haven't looked it at all. So, um. I think they're gonna. This is where they bounce back this week. Pittsburgh is not good, so I'm gonna roll the Chargers. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Chargers as well. No need to really dive too much into that. Uh, Lions and Packers. The Lions have surprised a little bit, uh, but they historically play just terrible against the Packers. So uh, Packers at home. I don't see the Lions winning this game. Although. Vegas did show the Lions a little bit respect. Green Bay is only a four-point favorite at home. Hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers and Packers. Um, you know, I am too. But, I mean, they, they were showing me a stat before saying Matt Patricia has beaten Aaron Rodgers twice already, which is crazy hmm. to me. I hadn't even thought about that. But they did. Um, they swept the series last year? Uh, well, I think uh, – was it last year? Yeah, Matt Patricia was a was a rookie head coach last I year. I gotta check it, but they they put that stat up. I don't remember if Aaron Rodgers didn't play in one of the games or something. Um, mm. There was something like a, an asterisk next to it for some reason. Um, but I I don't think that that'll go again. I think Aaron Rodgers is is really starting to pick up on that offense, um, and that offense itself is just coming to life with with Aaron Jones and. They didn't even have Devontae Adams last week, and they were, you know, killing it. So, right, you know, and he might even come back this week. So, yeah, uh, uh, here it is. Last last December, December thirtieth of last year, they played each other. You know what the score was? What thirty one nothing. Oh, that that was when uh, Aaron Rodgers was hurt. Had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> there was no way. Um. But no, I still think the Packers, Packers win. They keep rolling. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to the conclusion. Ty Dalla, uh, I have to get off the phone. I have all of my children in here. Uh, <laughs> I feel you. And and I'm starving, and I'm ready to go home and watch us get our ass beat by the Patriots. So Looking forward to it. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, we'll we'll get up with another episode next week. Hopefully, we can get my brother in here who hasn't been on ten episodes. So. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have a full crew. But, uh, yeah, as always, Ty Dollar. Thank you, my brother. Yes, sir.